Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. This is your host, as always, Ryan Martell, and I'm here with... The other guy, as always, Cagney Larkin. Cagney? Cagney. Threw an extra fucking syllable in my name there. What is Cagney? Cagney. I am Cagney Larkin. Hell me, bro. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Weird. Anyways, Uh, what's up, brother? What's up, brother? Hee-haw! Hee-haw! Living my best life. Living his best life. Uh, That's fun. We got some stuff to talk about today. Uh, we do. We got some. We got some. Some good news. We didn't know this the last time we recorded a podcast, did we? No, nah, no. Nah, this nah. just is brand new development. Just happened on Thursday. Coming to Troma now in the nearish future, sometime this year. Definitely we'll say that. within the next two to three months. Yeah, that is uh, what I have been quoted. Uh, Martell's movie madness. The movie, the movie part, part one. one the, the beginning. beginning. So that's we're gonna be streaming. That's gonna be streaming live on demand whenever on you want to watch. Watch.troma.com, and uh, that will be the place to go see it online. Don't worry, we're gonna tell you every chance we get how it's on there. And, yep. Uh, Probably when it, once when an it's episode. on there. <laughs> Probably yeah. once an episode. We'll we're gonna at least it. we're gonna at least say it once an episode. But the cool thing about Troma now. Is that you get your first month absolutely free, and it has every single fucking trauma movie on there streaming. So how cool is that? How cool is that? Your first month free, first month free, and we'll be right up there beside Toxie. Yeah. And what? It's, it's only four ninety nine after that too. So right? cool. Yep, five dollars a month. So five dollars a month, not bad for the entire trauma library. You know. Yeah, it's awesome. There's a, and there's a there's a section on there that says naughty. Ooh, so you get a whole you get a naughty movies. you get a naughty streaming section too. I like so. that. But we'll be up there with our poster, our trailer, our cast. You know, it'll be fucking. It's awesome. It's gonna be epic. It's gonna be awesome, man. And uh, now we have our end with the trauma. Yes, we do. Very excited. Which is great. Uh, we have so much more planned for the future. We're working on some big things. Definitely. Uh, Cagney's working on a thing. I'm working on a thing. Uh, it's gonna be a bunch of things. Bunch of big things. Bunch of big things. Those things are big. Actually, the thing I'm working on is not that big, but it's it's pretty it's it's sizable. Boy, you got a big old thing. It's a it's a nice size. That thing's big, we'll boy. We'll just say that, right? That thing is big, boy. Okay. Just, All right. <laughs> uh, I know I told you the story before. I'll allow it. One time, uh, I was hooking. I was getting up, getting with this chick, right? Yeah. <laughs> are you about to tell me the story? I think you're about to tell me. Maybe. 
So like I I've never been one to like you know oh I know exactly brag what about my size because I I'm, I'm modest I know what kind of penis I have All right uh but I was with this one chick and she was like on top of me riding and talking about it's so deep and I was I looked at her in the face <laughs> while she was riding me and I said you don't have to fucking lie to me right it's like kind of a turn off at that point. It's like, get out of here. Get out of here. I'd rather you be like that one chick in that movie. What was that fucking movie we watched where the chick was like talking about how small the dude's dick was while he's fucking her? Oh. Was that Hanukkah? <laughs> was that Hanukkah? Was that Hanukkah? I do not remember. But I, I remember think it was. I think it was Hanukkah. Talking about. Yeah, that's yeah he's like, fuck me with that. She's like, fuck me with that little white that, dick. That little small yeah, dick. Yeah, it totally yeah. was Hanukkah. Right. Yeah, because it was the... Um, uh, the black dude goes and hangs out with her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, okay, so now... Uh, <laughs> well, thanks for that, Ryan. Now that we've had thanks that. Thanks for that. Or early, uh, we're getting on early with some sh- weird shit this time. Yeah, you came right uh, out of the gate with that yeah, one. Yeah, well, I mean, trauma um, just brings it out of you. Yeah, so check us out. Watch.trauma.com. Um, <laughs> Probably, I'm thinking April, we will be up there. Hopefully, hopefully. Streaming with the greats. Uh, thank you, Troma, if you're listening, if you hear this. Thank you again so yes, much big shout for out the opportunity. To- Big shout out to everybody involved with getting us into that door. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a three way person train that helped help Bobby us out there. Bobby from Universe Retro actually set set the uh, he he started the train going, and then we kept it going. Yeah, and then from there I talked to we're there to another guy that does distribution. He led us down the golden path, and uh, I got a message from him. I was at work, felt my watch go off, and it was like, dude. That was the first message. Just dude with an exclamation point. I was like, oh, yeah. What's this about to say? It's always a good one. He goes, Truman now wants your movie. And I was like, play some like air guitar and shit. You know, I got an instant erection. I had to like Like just walk away. Like, oh, okay. My dick's hard. Uh, It's awesome, man. So, yeah. Round of applause again. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us. And uh, give us as many watches as you can when it drops. And a lot more stuff, cool stuff coming soon. And some new announcements coming soon, yes, too. Yes, new know. announcements coming soon. Some bigger announcements, bigger news. We're going to well, have some. Not bigger, but just big. This is general. not a big announcement. This is kind of a medium-sized announcement. Oh, We're gonna have some that thing's small, boy. New franchise uh, ranking videos coming up on YouTube soon. <laughs> that so thing's small, boy. <laughs> be on the lookout for that. Uh, Cagney, what you been watching? Oh, man. This week I watched two uh, movies. Just two? Yeah, no, no, I said that wrong. Came out all wrong. Um, I watched a series of films that yeah. consisted of two. Two movies named Daddy's Home 1 and 2. Uh-huh. I had never seen either of those. Really? Yeah. Those are good. Uh, well, the first one. The first one is, yeah. The first yeah. one was really The second one. Good. second one failed. Not so really good, but it's all, right. it's all which right. Was, which was weird because I, like, looking at them, you think the second one's going to be better because it has Mel Gibson and John Lithgow, in, a, yeah. in addition to the original guys of Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, who are so so funny together. Uh, yeah, yeah, the second one just didn't do it for me. Uh, the first one was fucking hilarious, though. That little kid punching that girl in the face at like the, <laughs> the school dance at the end of the oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, definitely hilarious. I watched Paranormal Activity. For the first time in a long time, brother. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched fucking Paranormal Activity. Yep. You were kinda, telling me that one scared you. Kind of creeped me out a little bit. Spooked man. You. It got a little bit spooked. 
spooky. Got a little weird in yeah, here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I live by myself, so watch that You can feel shit. the fucking eleven thirty at night. I'm alone. Fucking Katie and Mika are going to pop or up. Or the demons, Ooh. whatever. It's, it's a good it's movie, a, though, man. It is. It's an entity, right, though? Yeah. yeah, they, oh, yeah. they eventually yeah. reveal that throughout yeah. the series, that it's an entity. And they do, when I went back and rewatched it, they lay out the groundwork for all that plot. Yeah. For everything. Like, it's oh, yeah, the they do, film. for sure. They knew what they were doing. The best uh, way to watch them is backwards. Yeah, yeah, from for three, sure. I think because I think, I think four and f- isn't there five of them? No, there's six. Six. Okay, yeah. so I think the rest. I think after three, they're in chronological order. Yeah, but if you Maybe watch there's them, there's seven with marked ones because I think there's there's a paranormal activity four. There's a. I don't know. I just have them all. I know I have them all. I don't even know. But I don't know. I don't. I just yeah, I just the got the collection one. at Walmart. When the DVD was, yeah. one. Yeah, I didn't want to buy it because it's fucking DVD. That man. was ten bucks though. I want it so, on Blu-ray though. Yeah, but you can't get a Blu-ray for ten bucks. They don't have it. It doesn't even exist. True, it doesn't. So, and I got but the you DVD. Understand. It's Paramount Pictures. Doesn't like, really why matter. Are y'all not putting that out? It's all shot on mini DV. Yeah, it is. It's so, but it's, it's a, not going to look but so good anyway. The first one though, it's a good, it's a good movie, man. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Uh, it's, or is it, it shot on digital? It might be it shot on digital. Dude, he's got a big old camera in that yeah. movie. It's definitely digital. For sure. Because she's like, why do you have a fucking huge-ass camera? And he says in the mirror, he's got like a full-ass... No, that's the um, that's the one that takes place in the 80s. I was talking about the first one. Yeah. yeah. The, which one takes place in the 80s? The third one? The third one, one yeah. Because yeah, it's the one. girls when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, that one has some solid scares, too. Maybe we should yeah, do a paranormal sure. activity episode. Uh, I'm not opposed later, to that. Later this year. Yeah. Whenever, uh, if these, some movies we want to see get pushed back, you know, again. Yeah, yeah, you know. right. And then, what else remember we watching? Uh, I don't recall any other films. Oh, yeah, Death of Smoochie. I literally oh, yeah, just watched yeah. that last night, but I watched it right before I went to bed, mm-hmm. so you know, that's why I was forgetting it. I'd never seen that before. Really? Well, yeah, I'd never seen wow, that. Wow, that's man. a good one. I'd never seen it. Really yeah. good. And uh, looking at it, you think it'd be like a Robin Williams film? Definitely it's not. Definitely, definitely Edward, Norton. Edward Norton vehicle, yeah. which I think is great because Edward Norton really holds his own in this film. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't really recall a time I've seen Edward Norton and not liked his performance. Yeah. Uh, what's the movie with him and Robert De Niro where he is like pretending to be a mentally challenged person? Oh it's no! Like see, we've had this. Um, see, I don't. I think you're. Uh, okay, so I yeah, I know. I know which one you're talking. Yeah, I'm just about. asking. What's the name of that movie? I can't remember. But, uh, but there's another awesome movie that. where he pretends to be a, a mentally challenged person called Primal Fear. Yeah, I need, I with need Richard Gere. Man, another Edward Norton episode yeah. might need to happen. Go down yeah, one day too. Maybe. But a uh, Death of Smoochie, awesome, super satirical, uh, directed by Danny DeVito. Yes, which, was which cool. is awesome. You know, I had no idea he directed You know, he also it. did Matilda, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know he did Matilda. Yeah. didn't know he did this till it popped up at the end. And I got to tell you, man, I almost, like, teared up during the part where Spinner, at Spinner's funeral, mm-hmm. where uh, the mom, the Irish mom, says uh, a line to Edward Norton's character along the lines of, not, not nobody's going to harm one fucking hair on your head because now her, her son was dead, so now yeah. she's going to protect Edward Norton. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's pretty sweet. And then I've just been watching a lot of uh, Silicon Valley, which I will use that as a segue into your what you watching, because I because <laughs> I introduced you to this show yes, last you did. 
this time last week. Yes. I was I showed you the first episode or the first like episode and a half and then now you are where in the series run? I am four episodes deep into season four. Boom. Within a week. Within a week, y'all. I am burning through these episodes. Loving it's it. a thirty minute show though. It's not like it's an hour long show. Yeah, so. but I mean those those yeah. seasons get a little chunky. Between yeah, but between before work, after work, right? You know, so it's easy show to burn. Not being, but able I mean, to, you like it that much. I mean, it's not yeah. like you killed the entire thing, but no. you like it that much where you've I'm been deep watching in it. it. Though. I'm so deep. what are your thoughts, man? Tell me about Silicon Valley. Uh, yeah, I think it's really funny. It's got, and it's also not just funny. It's like dramatic, also. Yes, it has real tense dramatic. moments. You know, uh, it gives you anxiety in some episodes. Yeah, like, it really does. It really does, and um. But it does have really, really fucking hilarious shit going on. Really cringy fucking secondhand embarrassment Super humor going on. Cringe. Uh, I feel like some of it goes over my head, but I think that also makes it funny, too. <laughs> because, like, that's the whole point is when they're talking to all that tech shit, they make fun of the one dude in the room that doesn't have a fucking clue what's going yeah. on. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm in on the joke. Uh, but also, that show does a good job of like not being in its own language, to where you don't. Yeah, understand yeah, anything yeah. It's either. very, it's very uh, accessible for yeah, somebody who terms, doesn't know sure. anything about the subject matter, uh, which is fucking cool. And it so. kind of makes you feel smart too. <laughs> yeah, it really does because some of that shit they they talk about, I actually do know a little bit about. So, uh, yeah, so I've been watching that, and my pick of the week this week. Uh, I was going to pick Assassination Nation, but I've already talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, I still recommend it. I'm not going to give it a rating right now, but you should definitely check that one out if you haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Nope. Gotta watch it, dude. I know. It's like the fucking, uh, it's like the Purge meets Mean Girls. Okay. So, (laughs) everybody goes buck fucking wild, and it's because they all got their shit hacked and leaked. Everybody in this whole town. Okay. So they just go fucking shitload crazy. I can, I crazy. can imagine how you know. And it's like anarchy. Fucking crazy. Yeah, and uh, so they target, and there's, there's this one girl that they try to say did it, and they they kind of form a mob and try to target her and her friends, and hunt them down. It's fucking great. It's got um, Bella Thorne, Maud, uh, Apatow, Judd Apatow's daughter. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the more main characters' names, but I can't. They're slipping my brain. Um, Scars, Bill Skarsgård's in it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. That's I think that's the most that I can remember of names. Um, but yeah, it's really good, and you should definitely check that one out. But that's not my pick of the week, though. My pick of the week is <laughs> okay. Dick Tracy from 1990. Nice, the most uh, exa- Warren Beatty. exaggerated gangster film. And yes. That's why I love it is because of those exaggerations. Dude, it is, it's insane too. And then like I think I enjoyed it more watching it now than I did when I watched it as a kid because like I can actually appreciate the things that are in it. Like yeah, yeah it's as got a kid, fucking it's just a spectacle to you. you yeah, know? as a kid, it's just oh, it's cool. It's cops and robbers. You yeah. know, it's cops and bad guys. But so, it's the surreal, the surreality of yeah, the film too. Is the fucking so fun. the cast. Dustin Hoffman, fucking Al Pacino, Warren Beatty, of course. And you think, like, how did they get some of those actors to be William Forsyth. You know? Yeah, it's insane. Um, I forget the guy who plays um, Lips in the movie, but he's also, uh, I think he's the the dad in Jinko. Not the Repo Man, but the the Jinko guy himself. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Paul Repo. Uh... Paul Sorvini? I think so. Yeah, I think that's his name. 
Maybe. Rotti Largo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm giving this one a four out of five. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, what what keeps it away from that, that five uh, out just, of five, Just That's the fact a, that it's it nostalgia is. Nostalgia, too, in that film, too. Yeah, but I don't want to I don't wanna judge it based off of nostalgia. Because it, it, it does have some downfalls to it. It's a little. I'll take that. It's a little draggy at times. Like, it drags a little bit at times. Um, it is funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. The kid is just fucking funny. So good. Uh, it is great, but I just I, I, it's not one I would call a favorite. You know what I mean? You know? Okay. Or like a classic. You know, it's good. And I definitely would recommend people checking it out. But, you know, not, not my favorite. Not one of the favorites. Um... Then on Prime, I watched Terminator, Dark Fate, the newest Terminator movie. I have not seen or heard much about that. Um, everything I heard about it was really bad. Yeah? But it's not a bad movie. It's a very good movie, actually. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's, a, it's an action movie. It's just, a you know, robots and humans and explosions and shit. And, but it had, also has a good story. It has, like, a redemption arc to it. For Linda Hamilton's character, uh, Sarah Connor, and Sarah for Connor. and for the Terminator himself, and you know, it's the, Arnold's return, Arnold's Terminator, right? yeah, um, return to the franchise. So I don't know exactly where this fits on the timeline. I probably should have done that before I uh, <laughs> talked about it. But it, it, I think it's a direct sequel to the first movie or the second movie. It's either a direct sequel to one or two. So, I don't know. I think it's a direct sequel to so, 2. Do so you think they retconned a lot of the other stuff? Yeah, they, they definitely retconned some of it. I don't know if they retconned 3 or not, but they definitely retconned everything after 3. That's okay. a definite. I know that for sure. But I don't know whether they retconned 3 or not. That's the one thing I'm uh, iffy about. I think that's the last one I saw. But in this, one, in this one, the Terminator comes back and does kill John Connor. Spoiler alert. But that's like at the very beginning of the movie, so... Is it um, Dude Man again? What's his name? Edward Furlong. Yeah, is he coming back? No, he's not in this. Okay. It's a kid that looks like him from uh, like when he was a teen, early teenager. I'll take know, it. Early in his teens. Uh, but yeah, I give this one a four out of five. I think it's it's definitely action-packed. Right it's definitely action-packed. Arnold looks great. Um, How's he doing in the film? For good he's good. Yeah, he does good. He does real good. I mean, a lot of it's probably a stunt double, and there's a lot of CGI <laughs> sure. involved, but... <laughs> Uh, it, it's good. It, it works. It works. It works. Everything works. Cause, uh, you got a badass female Terminator or not a Terminator, but she's a, uh, she's an, an Android or, uh, augmented human being. So she's got a cyborg pretty much kind of like, she's still organs and tissue, but she has like something in her that helps her heal mm -hmm. and, uh, gives her power and shit. Uh, and then you got Sarah Connor being a badass as always. And, you know, it all culminates in a big fucking huge fucking long-ass fight scene. Uh, my only fault with it is I could, I, it could have trimmed off about 15 minutes, maybe. I'm sure. You know, uh, almost two hours was just too long for Those this movie. do tend to drag on occasion. <clears throat> all right, now here we go into HBO Max, which is where I've been watching <laughs> a lot of shit lately. Um... First thing I watched this week on HBO Max was X-Men Dark Phoenix. Not a very good movie. Um, <laughs> no, didn't hear too many good, good action sequences. The effects and everything look fine. 
the acting's there, but the writing, I feel like, is just completely missing. Like, as good as the source material is, this movie should have been way be better that, than it is. comics, you know. For sure. Uh, and they've done this storyline pr- properly before in the cartoon. And somewhat decent in X-Men 3 Last Stand. It's yeah. like a similar, it's the same, the the Dark Phoenix storyline, or the Phoenix storyline. Yeah, they just botched it. And I think it was just because they didn't give a fuck. They were like, this is our last movie with Fox, or, or as went, a Fox they property. Went out with a bang. Uh, they were like, this is our last movie before the MCU retcons everything uh, and recast everybody, so let's just throw it out. And they did, and it's it's not very good. <laughs> One point five out of five. Uh, I watched Beware of the Slender Man. Beware of the Slender Man. Beware of the Slender Man. It is the documentary about the two girls that stabbed that one girl because of Slender Man. Yeah, because they, they took said her Slender out Man. The woods and, yeah, they said yeah. Slender Man told them to do it. Yeah. Um, this is a documentary. Oh yeah, man, it's okay. really interesting too, and it shines a light on a lot of things. You know, it it, it really has a. It has a big focus on the mental health of people, yeah. and especially like young people, like these two girls. Because obviously they were disturbed. Um, well, I think the one was legitimately like she had something wrong with her, and then the other one was just impressionable, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of that neither of them had many friends. They were the only friends that each other had. So of course, like it's easy to kind of they're kind know, of in their own bubble get in that bubble and get into a weird headspace and uh not defending what they did by any means i don't want anybody to think that i'm trying to uh condone or excuse violence against another person especially people this young but uh yeah it's a sad it's a sad story really is uh and it speaks to the issues of how we treat mental health in this country right. like everything it's cool that it's any kind of crime for that yeah i want to thank you ryan for clearing that up that yeah you, uh, i do not support do children not killing other children ch- child on child violence that's not something i we do are behind here. i do approve of <clears throat> killing rapists and pedophiles though i'm down with that like if you want to kill your rapist go ahead do it kill shoot your local it should be dealer, legal you know, do it, anyway. it should be legal but uh, um, kids don't take your other kids' friends into the woods and, and hurt them. I mean, for legal purposes, don't kill anybody because I don't want to be the person <laughs> on stand having to defend my freedom of speech. Right. Uh, when I when you <clears throat> kill somebody because I said so. Uh, that's not what I'm saying here. Don't kill anybody, you fucking maniacs. Uh, just watch the Beware of the Slender Man uh, documentary. Or watch Maniac, 1981. Or, yeah, watch Maniac, <laughs> which might actually make you kill somebody. <laughs> or, no, it'll take... That's why we watch the movies. Oh, yeah, so to get that thrill. For you. Yeah, they do, they it, do for it for you. Yeah. 3.5 out of 5 for Beware of the Slender Man. Okay. Uh, next up is Kong Skull Island. Samuel L. Jackson as the bad guy. Samuel L. Jackson. We got fucking... Uh, Everybody's John Goodman. Movie, yeah, pre stack movie. Um, what's the guy's name? Um, the guy who played Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. Oh, He's man. in that. And the guy who played Easy is also in it. Yeah. So, got a little Easy Dr. Dre Straight Outta Compton <laughs> going on here. Um, God, who else is in the notable cast? Uh, fucking Lodi. What's his name? Loki. Loki, yeah. yeah. Um, Tom, Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, that's the name. Brie Larson, you know, it's a big, big ensemble cast, and then a big old CGI monkey. <laughs> big old ape. CGI monkey. 
big old gorilla running around, <laughs> fucking shit up. And we got these big old fucking lo- monster lizard fuckers yeah. running around, fucking shit up too. It's cool, man. It's a different John C. Riley's in it. Yeah, fucking hilarious. Best best thing show. in the fucking movie. Yep. By far. When he's when is he not the best part of whatever he's involved with? When he's know? barely in it. Like yeah. that's the only time. If yeah. he's if he's not getting a lot of screen time. He always steals the like show. Like superstar. He he didn't really steal no not superstar, uh never been kissed. He doesn't really steal the show there. But he's there. Right. He's in it. You know. He's also playing like, like a serious character in that Magnolia, movie. Magnolia, you know, he's the best character. I still haven't seen Magnolia. I hate it. Uh, yeah. So I give Skull, I give Kong Skull Island a four out of five. It is nice. awesome. Definitely check it out. I saw it made that. me want to watch King of Monsters again. <laughs> yeah, I sure. need to rewatch that before Kong vs. Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I went and did a double feature of Get Out and Kong Skull Island. Word. I did Get Out first, Kong Skull Island second. Definitely had way more fun with Kong Skull Island. I watched. I feel like I watched King Kong. I think not King Kong, but uh, I think I did King of Monsters. With a as a double feature with something, but I can't fucking remember. I know I did Meg and Slenderman, and I did Annabelle and Spider Man together. But which, I feel like Spider-Man? I did the first uh, one? comes home. Spider Man comes home. Annabelle, uh, the new Annabelle, not yeah, the yeah, first yeah. Annabelle. Because um, I remember I went and saw Midsummer the day it came out, and everybody was going to see Spider Man. Oh, know, I, I saw Midsummer because uh, the, the second Spider Man came out because it day. dropped early at a. Uh, the Redstone Theater in Indianland. It well, was like, it did because it was it was the day before the Fourth of July. Yeah, it dropped on so the third. Third, it yeah. was a Wednesday, and everybody Huge. was there for Spider Man. Huge. Nobody crowds. was there at no, all for anything. For no, no. The Indianland Theater was completely Damn, dead. The Rock Hill me, Theater was packed for Spider Man. Me, this dude who goes to all the uh, the VizArts uh, stuff usually. Shout out to um, that dude, Adam. He he used to, he actually taught me in high school. He was one of my broadcast journalism teachers, so yeah. it was fucking wild to you know reconnect with him at Vizart. And it's and weird that you referred to him as a screening guy and not your teacher. Well, he <laughs> he really wasn't a, like he was just one of the teachers that I had okay. in that class. There was four teachers in that class. Wow. He was like the. Uh, Y'all must have been stupid. No, no, because uh, they all taught something different about the process. We had a, a producer teacher. We had an editor teacher. We had a directing teacher and we had like a filming teacher. Jesus. Yeah. So they uh, we all produced shows, you know. It's like give me a job up there and hiring all those people. Jesus. We produced shows, uh, and yeah, it was it was fucking cool and uh, easiest A I ever made. Ninety eight every time. Easy A. They didn't give a fuck. Starring uh, that chick. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying. <laughs> the King of Staten Island is the last thing I watched for this week. Emma, what you watching? Um, I like the movie. I do not like Pete Davidson. Uh, yeah. I have never really watched anything with him in it before. Uh, I might have seen him as like a supporting character in something. I actually think I did, like when he before he had tattoos and shit. Uh, I think he was in something I watched and I enjoyed the movie, but I don't. I don't really have an opinion of him based not on that. Not a big fan. But based off of this, I don't like his voice. I was annoyed by him even when he was supposed to be getting his redemption uh the movie itself is fine though it it has a really good story and uh there is a lesson to be learned in it so what's that lesson uh to not let grief control you okay and to like a lot of films lately always kind of you know even though you you may have mental illness and it may cause you to 
behave certain ways, um, it's, it's never okay to use it as an excuse. You know, you just have to try to focus on being better. Right. Um, and I know that's rough. Just saying, uh, you can't use, you can't use anything as an excuse. There's no excuses anymore. You got to be accountable for the things you do in life. Uh, so yeah, this one's a good one. It's, it's a 3.5 out of five. Uh, Bill Burr is fucking fantastic in it. Marissa Tomei. Bill Burr himself uh, is just such a fucking character. There's man. an Action Bronson cameo. He's in there for Nice, right on. And uh, his part in that movie is probably the funniest thing Does about that movie. Does he say, fuck, that's delicious? Because he did that. No, in, he doesn't. He, he did that in Game Over, man. He's fucking, uh, yeah, he's in there. Um, the little midget dude. Oh, uh, not midget. Small <laughs> little man. Uh, sorry about that. I've, uh, I, okay, so my... How I was brought to the awareness of little right. people. You said sorry, man. Okay, yeah, I gotta. no, I got to explain this because how I was brought to know what a little person was was through wrestling. And if we all know anything about professional wrestling, it's that it's always, it always has been, and it probably always will be somewhat culturally insensitive. And it's called extreme championship midget wrestling right no there is that but uh that's just the way they've always they always referred to them so i didn't even know little people was the preferred uh wording until i'd say 2010 you know when all the the reality shows started Mm -hmm. popping up so i was like 20 years old so it's kind of a hard big life yeah it's kind of a hard habit to break which i'm working on i don't i don't do it often (laughs) that was more of a slip of the tongue than anything but the little little person from Hannah Montana is in King of Staten Island also. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's actually a legit little person, but he's little. He's a little so. person in Death of Smoochie, man. He doesn't do <clears> much shit. Oh, yeah. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in a yeah, I know you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Yeah, I recognize him as soon as I saw him, though. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Can't wait for that one. Hopefully, I don't get canceled for that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I'll make a donation. I mean, if they didn't cancel you last week Something. for fucking justifying that dude shooting pigeons with the goddamn nail gun, hey man, but I think you're good. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I can live with being canceled over animals, you know? <laughs> I I will always value human life and humans' feelings over animals every day of the week. Oh, animals are... That's 100% true. feelings, too, man. But I can't, but they don't, they can't tell me, they can't relate to me that they have feelings. No, an animal can't say, hey, you know what I mean? this Charles Bronson movie. No, an animal can't say, oh, dude, that hurt. Why'd you fucking do that? You know, don't do that again. <laughs> you know, or that hurt my feelings. Don't say that to me again. Oof. You know? My favorite noise that animal But that does, me, but, but to sizzle. be real though, when animals have been mistreated or are mistreated, like it does make me feel bad. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and act like a cold-hearted person who doesn't give a fuck about animals being abused. But in a movie, seeing CGI pigeons get shot with a fucking nail gun does not fucking bother me. It didn't bother me. Come on. It's just a terrible character trait for that guy. Yeah, I mean, he was fucking weird, but, you know, whatever. He's fucking goth. He was a goth kid. He's a goth kid, They're all weird. They all do that. Okay, so we watched some fucking Charles Bronson movies today. Charles Bronson! Four Charles Bronson movies, to be precise. Cagney yep. was about Charles Bronson out by the time Woo. we watched the best movie we watched today. We did, yeah. And then we watched the second best movie we watched today after that one. And we probably should have watched those two and a couple more from the 80s. Yeah, we should have skipped <laughs> uh, those first two. I'm not going to lie, though. I do lo- I love Hard Times because it's one of the first ones I watched. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's it's a good story. It has a good it story. Is. Yeah, it's fun. Everybody uh, likes excellent a, a gambling. Fight. Everybody likes gambling. Everybody likes fighting. So yeah, like, there's not too much. We're gonna just, jump right into hard times. Yeah, it's here. a certain type of film. Though. So hard times is about a bare knuckle underground fighter who finds this money guy who is funding their illegal fighting <laughs> and betting. An <laughs> yeah, he's an investor, but he's not. He's, he's kind a of a shyster. shark. Kind of a shyster. Lone shark. You know, if I can st- if I can say shyster, I don't know if that's well, a is that offensive or not. You, right? I don't know, because I've heard it is, but I don't. I heard it's not at the same time. It depends on if you're using it towards a certain type of. Is that true, or culture. is it always? Is it all? We'll just say he's a shady guy. He's a lone shark. He's a shady lone shark. Not really though, because he's fucking with lone sharks. Like he's getting yeah, loans true. from lone sharks. Oh, you're talking about his manager. Speed, yeah. So you're talking, talking about his manager. Speed. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were talking so about he's the fucking, Sharks. They go around and they have a couple fights, and then they set up this big, huge fight with the best fighter in New Orleans big or whatever. Big meathead, man. Big old bald dude. Yeah, big old meathead. Uh, looked, like he ca- looked like he may have had alopecia because I don't think he had any hair anywhere on his face or body. <laughs> um no, I didn't notice that either. Yeah, I didn't see any hair, so he could have. It's possible, but I don't know. Maybe wanna... he was just a clean-shaven type Maybe that of guy was just the character they wanted. They were, like, no hair everywhere. Yeah. yeah just get rid of all the hair because it'll make you look badass. <laughs> You'll look more menacing. It's like, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, I could totally do that. Um, no problem. So they set up this big fight, and then uh, he goes and gets a loan to cover the uh, – shit and he goes and makes this takes this other smaller fight to get the money up to do the big fight because he goes in and the dude's like it's a thousand up front he's like well i want three to one odds he's like um well if i give you three to one odds it's gonna be three thousand up front yeah, you gotta go get have it. three thousand dollars yet so he goes and had they have this other fight which is fucking badass it's just <laughs> The best fight. It's the best fight scene in the movie, other than the last the one. That's at the outside. Of yeah, the, yeah, in front of the little lake. Yeah, because it's got this badass setting in front of a fucking swamp. Yeah, by or lake. Uh, they got these pitchers. They've got these ladies serving pitchers of beer. They got fucking uh, crabs. All kinds of crazy shit going on in Oysters. the background here. Oysters. Yeah. Um. But then fucking they fight and homeboy is like, nah, I'm keeping the fuck, I'm keeping my money, I'm keeping your money too. Yeah, he gets fuck you, bullied. get the fuck out of here. Somebody has one dude has a gun. He's the only dude there that has a gun, which I guess in the twenties, which uh, this movie takes place during the Great Depression, I guess back then one dude would be the only one that had a gun in a crowd like that. Yeah. Nowadays, like not fifty people. Nowadays, almost out, everybody like, would everybody, have a gun yeah. there. Uh. So he, they bully him, they strong arm him. Later on, Charles Bronson comes back and is like, "Fuck you! I'm taking my shit. I'm well, taking your that, shit." He shows, finds him at the bar. Yeah, comes in there and just whips that one guy. Yeah, beats the, the gun, dude with the gun's ass. I got the gun now. Beats a couple other dudes' asses, and he's like, "Hey, he anybody else want it?" Empties off all the rounds in the gun at shooting random, random shit, shit in the bar. bar. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Shoots a mirror. Shoots a fucking one of the greatest scenes in cinema lamp. Yeah, ever. It was, it was pretty good. And uh, we go on and we have the big fight. Surprise, surprise, Charles Bronson wins. But does Speed go and pay off the fucking loan sharks? Nope. Hell no. He parties. He buys booze. He fucks bitches. He goes and gets a goddamn hua at the brothel. A what? A hua. (laughs) Uh, As they say in New York, a hua. 
The Italians, they say it like ooh-ah, that. They say ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. At least that's what Sopranos taught me. Um, that's what that's what I base all my knowledge on Itali- of Italian Americans on is uh, <laughs> the Sopranos. So that shows you what kind of individual I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, so there's a tight spot. People are putting pressure on Speed. He's trying to get more money from uh, under pressure from our from Charles Bronson's character Cheney. And he's like, fuck off, dude. I gave you just as much money as I made off that last fight, and you blew it all. Fuck off. I'm keeping my money. You blew it. And then uh, the guy, the big, the other big money guy is like, I'll fucking front him his money if he'll fucking take this fight with the best fighter in all street fighting, flying him in all the way from Chicago. Then they have this epic-ass fight in an oyster factory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, it's, it's a fucking oyster. It's factory. just it a fucking good. beat down. Like they just beat each other the fuck up. Like I'm thinking somebody's gonna die here. Surprise, surprise! Charles Bronson wins. Pushes that dude right into the pile of oysters. We get a big old happy ending. Everybody's got money. Yep. Everybody's fucking just going to ride Charles off Bronson into the sunset. Pays everybody off. And then uh, that's the end of hard times. And, and it literally it ends. It was sick. It, it was dope. Ends. It's one of the first Charles Bronson movies I ever saw. And they did, um, there's kind of like a bunch of movies that came after this with this kind of street fighter underground fighting mentality, you know, going on in it. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, the way to fight club. Yeah. From, from, from the humble movies like, uh, Thunderground starring, Jesse Ventura and Jesse Ventura. So Fight Club and even Snatch has that old bare knuckle boxing thing yeah. going on in it, which is like tr- big deep tradition over there uh, in England and Europe. They have a, a huge underground bare knuckle boxing thing. Over is there. it is it like for fun or are they actually? No, like it's for fucking gambling. It's other. money, okay. dude. Okay. This is fucking vicious. People die in this shit. Damn. You ever heard of the governor? The governor. The governor. No. Dude. <laughs> Badass motherfucker. And they don't fucking just box the either. Gov-na. Like They call it bare knuckle boxing, underground bare knuckle boxing, but they're like kicking and like slamming motherfuckers oh, also. So it's like real fight. It's The only thing is there's no like ground and pound. It's not the like. the movie we watched, you know, it, it was like true gentleman yeah, like, yeah. boxing. Oh, no, they get gritty boxing, in boxing, Europe, yeah. dude. They get gritty. It wasn't like street fighting or anything. So, yeah, that's hard times. I gave it a three out of five. Thought it was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it was so, cool. It had, uh, I hadn't watched this one in a while. Definitely has a, a certain type of feel to it. The next one was okay. Not good. Not very. Not very good. Not very bad. Uh, Just kind of fell in, fell in the middle for me. Apparently, it's called Charles Cold Bronson Sweat. Was like rude to the Liv Ullman and her daughter on set, and told told Liv Ullman to keep her child to her to yourself. Hmm. She's like running around and shit. <laughs> On cold sweat? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she probably deserved it. The kid nah. was probably being a shit. Yeah, I don't know. Booth had a long-ass car chase at the end, though. Yeah, the, the car chase was epic. Super long car chase. Super fucking long, but it was cool. And then, uh, uh, I mean, you want to discuss the plot? I mean, his wife and daughter get kidnapped by some shady people from his past. Yeah. A past that his new French wife did not know about. They, both, ha, ha, they basically ha. hold his French wife hostage yeah. while he... Performs at least illicit activities. For he had him. been there living under a false name. 
But the coolest thing in this movie is like the final shot, final scene, shoots dude with the flare gun, sets him on fire. Oh yeah, that's like the one that's good, badass. the one big good thing in this. Yeah, movie. that was pretty badass. You know, as opposed to the other films that. I feel like we can kind of gloss over this one though, because it was not very good. No, it looked uh looked real fucked up, real shitty. Uh, some of the scenes were pretty good. The, one, the first movie we watched. Um, well, hard times was hard great. time was looked yeah. the best out of all because because yeah, that was so a Blu-ray. Good. It was a transfer probably from the thirty-five. Yeah, it's probably been cleaned up yeah. and stuff, man. It looked really. They good. fucking made it look good, bro. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Cold Sweat a two out of five, two point five out of five, just because I th- I think it did have some fun uh, action stuff going on in it, and I thought it had a cool storyline. Like I think that's an interesting storyline. It just dragged, just too long. Uh, this is from the same director as the guy who made the Klansman with O.J. Simpson. Word. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That movie was uh, supposed to be on the on the options for the the Vizart. Yeah, the VHS potluck yeah. for the athletes and movies uh, edition. Next up, we watched one of my favorite Charles Bronson movies ever. Ten kind of to midnight. Cult classic. Ten kind of to midnight. Cult classic. Yeah, it's a everybody. Yeah, anybody that you talk to about Charles Bronson, it's this and it's Death Wish. Like these are the two that most people know. And this was released by City Films, which is a subsidiary of Canon. Yeah, Canon Films released a lot of Charles Bronson movies, a lot. Um, but Ten to Midnight is one that. Uh, are you familiar with the band Charles Bronson? No. They named their band after Charles Bronson. Okay. Obviously. Uh, and they use a lot of sound clips from the Death Wish movies and this movie. This movie has a lot of sound clips that they take from nice. it. Oh, there's a lot of good ones to pull from. Yeah, there's a lot too. of funny shit in this movie. Well, we got, yeah, we got a, a pretty dynamic cast of characters. You know, oh, yeah. A, a, a stark nude killer running around. Gene Davis as our as our lead character. Yeah. Uh, killing Warren people Stacey. in the buck nude. Yeah. Just running around ass naked killing people. Uh, his motives were sexual frustration. Yeah, he's a creeper. He says, yeah. Creeper. He fucking, he has airtight alibis, though. Yeah, he gets away with most of it for yeah. a while. And he's super fucking, he's he's naked, so there's no blood on his clothes. He's butt naked, dude. Wears gloves. That's like, it's kind of, <laughs> it's macabre and it's fun. He's running around butt-ass naked, but there's, there is literally never a dick flap sound. Nope. You never hear his dick flap. We do see his dick cleverly hidden by objects in the film. Yes. During, like, our first naked kill from him, he's chasing this girl and, like, a tree branch covers his dick. And then, like, near the end of the film, he's walking in the... Either he has, like, the tiniest dick ever. Yeah, and Charles Bronson's daughter's hiding under the bed from him. Or he's wearing, like, a flesh-covered thong, colored thong with the, with the yeah, hair on it, like something. a merkin. They put it And then the, the bedpost hides his penis. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Either, either he had, like, a micro-dick syndrome, or they were just, you know, not, not going to give that to us. Not judging him. No, dude. Not at all. He could have been, um... You know... I mean, I'm judging him because he's a fucking serial killer, but, you know, <laughs> he not judging the dick size. Bucky Larson, bro. Could have been. Born to be a star. Could have been. <laughs> uh, this movie is fucking awesome. It's a good one, man. It is. Awesome. It's got a good score. It's awesome. fun. Um, Charles Bronson is the main character, but I think his partner gets probably equal yeah, amount equal of, like, of screen, screen time. time, you yeah. know, because he feels like he's almost just more important than Charles Bronson's yeah. character. And then we got uh, his his daughter in the mix. Yeah, and uh, he, the girl she plays becomes her, a, great. She becomes a target, and she's in there, and she's fucking awesome in this yeah. movie. She's also in Beverly Hills Cop. Fun. Yeah. 
And we went, damn, it looks like we almost lost power there for a second. Yeah. Um, That's when the heat what cuts What was I off. thinking about? Uh, he's got this fucking, they, they search this dude's house and they find this fucking primitive ass electronic male masturbator. He's like, yeah, what Jesus? What, what is this off? used for? <laughs> he's like, get, what are you t- get out of here. What are you t- He's like trying to not talk about shit, and then Charles Bronson's like, "It's for jacking off in it." <laughs> and I'm freak. just like, "This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This is the best shit ever." It's like a piece of rubber on a on like a yeah yeah. It's literally a, a fucking mixer. like a pocket pussy on the end of like a yeah like a cake <laughs> mixer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what year was this? Fucking eighty three. They're making an electric knife. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ryan's over there thinking about primitive pocket pussy getting all worked up. Like, I don't even words. think I don't even know. <laughs> Okay, so obviously that that device existed back then. Yeah, nineteen eighty three. But like it was a thing. Like <clears throat> dildos were weird to people back then in the eighties. Like they were still getting used to women using vibrators and shit back then. Like that was sinful and fucking just terrible. It was like a big taboo on it. Nowadays it's, it's more it's more relaxed with those things. But like they were like acting like this dude was the weirdest motherfucker in the world because he had a sex toy. And I'm like, dude, I got fucking like. I think it's in. It's still weird, considered weird by society. For men, yeah. For men to have yeah, sex for sure. Toys. It's a little more lax nowadays because like there's so much out there. Like the flashlight is fucking it like revolutionized shit. But dudes, <laughs> I think dudes in general revolutionized. Dudes think it's weird to fuck a pocket pussy. Yeah, I think. it is. I don't think society thinks it's weird. I think dudes think it's right. weird. It's not. Women use fucking vibrators and fake dicks all the time, and it's never once frowned upon. They can do the same thing with their hand, just like we can. Like, they can jerk off with their hand just like we can. But some for some reason, it's weird for me to use a toy, but it's not weird for a chick to use a toy. Oh, and it's, I think it's like... I'm getting on this soapbox right now. I'm this really. Is, this this is, is a hill I'm ready to die this on. This is bonus episode. This is content. a hill I'm ready to die on. This is not okay? public feed content. This is bonus uh, episode. But content. I digress. I do digress because we do need to get back to ten to midnight. We'll get some brutal stabs. That dude probably had dildos. A lot of blood. He had the gay porn in his bathroom. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, I saw the, the dude's ass cheeks yeah. on the on the uh, firm, firm yeah. looking ass cheeks too. Oh, they were pretty firm. They were tight. Tight like a tiger. Toy. Like a toy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this movie's a whole whole, a whole mess. It's, but it's, it's awesome. Got, uh, bad language. D- a lot of kills. There's a Blu-ray. Um, it's a Blu-ray release. I think it's by a, a British company. No, the, there is one for Shout Factory, I think. But this is not. The, that's not the one I'm talking about. It's a, um, <clears throat> it's a European release. But it's got my... Uh, a cast member from Bad Girls doing commentary on it because no. he is a certified Charles Bronson expert. That's what's up. Because he's written man. like he's written two books on him, and he's done like a whole bunch of like documentaries and stuff yeah, hope he about never hears Charles Bronson. Nah, man, he's he's awesome. <laughs> Paul is Paul is great. Um, we are putting him to shame right now. For sure, because we are nowhere near the experts no, that he is. We just literally watched. <laughs> I'm just movies. a dude that loves the Charles Bronson movies. All right. He knows Charles Bronson. I don't know him. And, and uh, Charles Bronson, he's a different type of action star, you know. He's for sure, a, he does not a beat him up. The Charles Bronson action star doesn't exist anymore. No, he's very quiet, very sullen. Uh, <laughs> knows how to kind of dictate a scene. 
and yeah. he's an everyman. Like yeah. he doesn't, he's not jacked up. Yeah. He is in some of his early movies. He's he's cut. He's looking good. Right. But in like in the eighties, no, nah, he just looks like a dude. dude he looks we like watched your dad. A movie from seventy today, then we watched a movie from late eighties, and he looked the exact same. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. For sure. The face never changed. No. The man knows how to make a goddamn grimace too. <laughs> grimace. Uh, Ten to Midnight's a five out of five for me all day. Nice. All day. One of my favorite Charles Bronson movies, for sure. And then we watched Messenger of Death last, which is one of his later movies. Uh, it's fucking awesome too. It's it's up there. Yeah. It's the same director, I think. Man, not as heavy as on Ten the, to Midnight on the violence as some of the other ones. But well, there's a lot choice. of there's more gun violence in this yeah. one than there is like fighting and mm-hmm. like stabbing. And it's kind of saved for like the for the ending, the yeah. End, beginning of the not end. a lot of blood in this one though. Yeah. We don't get to see a bunch of blood and gore in this one. But, uh, a lot of Mormon stuff. Yeah, this one's heavy on the Mormon shit. In Colorado. This guy gets all his wives and kids killed. Colorado yes, I said territory. wives. Uh, and, and then he, another guy gets his wives and kids killed. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. Just just a couple of them. Uh, but Charles Bronson, is a he's like a, uh, a journalist in this one. He's trying to get the scoop. You know, he's trying to help a, the police yeah, he's a, uh, news reporter. solve the case and get his story. Um, which is kind of weird because he usually plays like a cop or a dude who just ends up in a shitty situation. A dude, this one he he's like searching for, for the sure. shitty situation. Uh, a lot of cool sweaters in this movie. Yeah, awesome fucking car chase scene with two fucking yeah, water tankers cool and car. a yeah, dude. This is not even a chase, man. The he GMC gets, version of they a Bronco get stuck between two eighteen wheelers while the eighteen wheelers are like fucking smashing. Them They're trying to fucking kill them. Motherfuckers is getting shot and killed in this one. Gene Davis is also in this one from uh, 10 to Midnight. Yeah, yep. Uh, he plays the driver for the, the hitman. Yeah. The assassin paid to kill everybody. Uh, and then, you know, we got a lot of crazy shit going on here. That's about it, though. <laughs> Just killing, Just shooting. Beautiful Colorado mountains. Shooting a lot of scenes of them driving around the mountains mm-hmm. and... Uh, Political corruption going on. And yeah, these all movies definitely have their audience. Yeah, know, for the, sure. Uh, the older people that want that little more not not over the top gratuitous action. Yeah, but just that true to life. You know, I can I feel like this is a guy that I would yeah drink a beer for with sure and watch him deliver justice. However, he's however our he he's our everyman hero. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Especially for, like, people in that age group. Because, like, they're like, that could be me. I could do this. I could clean up yeah, the streets. Yeah, it was all about fucking Columbo and Charles Bronson, bro. <laughs> but then, like, they then they like look in the mirror and they're like, nah, I couldn't do that. Yeah, I take my seven-day pills. I couldn't clean the fucking, I couldn't <laughs> clean up the streets. I'm not, I'm not half a man Charles nope. Bronson is. I live in a senior center. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. I'm 31 years old, and I'm not even half half the man that Charles Oof, Bronson is. Probably. Not 31 yet, are you? I'll be 31 next Sunday. Yeah. See, yeah, you're not this coming Sunday. Yet. This coming Sunday, I'll be 31. You're not 31 yet. <clears throat> you're 30. Revel in it. But you know, soak it up. Back in 2014, I was 24. Yeah. Jeff Gordon, 24. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 24. I don't know. It's 24. Uh, Jeff Gordon. You know that video I'm talking about? Back in 1995, <laughs> I was fucking Dale Earnhardt. Five? 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> I just had to say that because I thought it would sound funny. I was five and ninety-five. Five and ninety-five. Yeah. I was three and ninety-five. Messenger of Death is a four out of five, though. It's fucking great. That's it's cool. just great. It doesn't have a lot of, like, there's not a lot of convoluted plot to follow. No. You get straightforward shit going on. You got some double crossing. Got some Pretty dramatic. Crossing. Pretty dramatic. It's dramatic. Yeah, it's fucking dramatic as hell. But it's simple. It's easy to follow. Good. We got some. We got shoot 'em ups going on everywhere. Uh, Hellfire Preacher. You know that's always great to see in a movie. Uh, Mormons are fucking wild, man. I never knew this was Mormon life. You know. Mormons ain't afraid to shoot somebody. They definitely ain't, man. And uh, neither is Charles Bronson. They don't play around in Colorado territory. Charles Bronson's definitely not afraid to shoot somebody. Yeah, we we learned that multiple times today. So, what uh? Are you excited for the Death Wish episode now? Yeah, later on, yeah. Yeah, cool. later in the year. It's yeah. going to be sick. You said you've never seen any of them but one? Yeah, and that was just... The first one? Yeah, on cable. A long time ago. Oh, you need to see... Oh, God, you haven't seen the uncut version? Yeah, You've just seen the cable, TV cable version? version? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Owen Wilson. Wow. wow. Okay, so, with that in mind... Nope. Me and my brother were talking the other day because we were watching Idiocracy. He had a friend over, and I Who mistakenly not have friends over? I mistakenly called Luke Wilson Owen Wilson, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, this is his brother." They're, they basically look the same except for the hair, and I was like, "Have you ever seen them in a movie together, or anywhere <laughs> together, for that matter?" Luke's more chiseled. What if Luke Owen. Wilson plays Owen Wilson? Wow. What if they are one and the same? <laughs> Luke's a little more chiseled, man. You think so? Yeah. I think Owen's taller, too. Yeah. So. But uh, why I think don't they, they do movies They actually together? have been in a movie together, too. Have they? I think so. Let's, let's, Wes Anderson. Let's, oh, fuck that. What's that one? It's the Life Aquatic. I think they're both Luke. in that one. Wilson or the Royal Owen, Tenenbaums. That's Wilson. it. Yeah, the Royal Tenenbaums. That's the one I'm thinking about. I think they're both in that one. Uh, there's a there's an article, the truth about Owen and Luke Wilson's relationship. They are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy from Smash Mouth. Oh my God! You just remembered me a movie I've been wanting to fucking watch. I don't think it has anything to do with <laughs> the Wilson brothers either. The but, guy uh, from Smash Mouth is also the guy. He's also Violent J. Yeah, and Guy Fieri. Yeah, well, no, Guy Fieri is somebody different. That's a separate person. Have you seen Stuck on You with Greg Kinnear? I have. It's been a really long time. <laughs> I have not reason, seen it forever. I just thought of like. The Owen Wilson brothers, or the, mm, Wilson, the, Wilson the Wilson brothers, brothers being uh, Siamese twins, <laughs> and then that movie popped in. I was like, I need well, to watch uh, that. They should make a movie with the Wilson brothers and Bijou Phillips and call it Wilson Phillips. But it's not a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fuck Mary Kill. I know none of them. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> you can't kill Charles Bronson. Um, you can't fuck Charles Bronson. I guess I gotta marry no, no, all okay. three Charles Bronsons. Okay, fuck Mary Kill, Warren Stacy. Um, Kill. Fucking Leo Kessler, Mary. which is a uh, ten to midnight Charles Bronson, and the Messenger of Death Charles Bronson. I told you, you can't fuck Charles Bronson. 
You can't kill Charles Bronson. I mean, Charles Bronson's definitely going to fuck you. Well, yeah, no, so I'm not. But you I could ain't. put one of those characters as a fuck, for sure. <laughs> uh, no, I can put all of them as Charles Bronson killing me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's happening there. Oh, man. You're so, yeah. Getting the, you're getting the fucking hands. That's it. That's all we got for this week. You didn't, you're not going, you're not going to nah. try, try to take nah. that one on? Because you know it's true. You ain't getting your dick nowhere near Charles Bronson. No, Charles Bronson's going to beat you up. He'd bare knuckle box both your balls and dick. Uh, even as time. an old dude, he's going to hit you with a slapjack or something. Yeah, the slapjack. <laughs> that's how he fucking starts. That's how he starts out in Death Wish. He's got that fucking yeah. sack full of quarters. Oh, my God. That's what you call a slapjack, brother. Yeah, you ain't trying to get your balls slapjacked by Charles Bronson. No, not at all. Soon. Not at all. <laughs> that's not on the docket. Charles Bronson passed away in 2003. Rest it was in peace. A, a dramatic loss to the film community, the film world, I should say. Uh, we'll always remember the man, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. And not that fucking English prisoner either, because he's not the real Charles Bronson. He's a fake Charles Bronson. His nope. name's not really even Charles Bronson. He wasn't in the movie. Never. He had a movie made about him. He wasn't in Death Wish. But he wasn't in it. Tom Hardy was. Yeah. You can see Tom Hardy's pecker in that movie. Hey, Tom Hardy got pecker. <clears throat> but anyways, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> As always, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Martell's Movie Madness. On Twitter at Movie Madness 69. And you can follow me on fucking Twitter and shit too. At Martell the God on Twitter. At Trailer Trash God on Instagram. Uh, beware that uh, both of those beware. both of those can be not safe for work at times. Twitter more so than Instagram because there are more relaxed said, rules on Twitter. Beware. <laughs> <laughs> Shit does get sexy. <clears throat> it gets slutty on both of those platforms, so beware. Cagney, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the internet on Facebook at Cagney Larkin. That's me. That's my name. Uh, check out Tommy <clears throat> Miami was just born on there. Got some cool stuff coming from Tommy Miami. And then I uh, got another little short series about to drop. Uh, the Detective Bruce Bennett. Mm. So that's all going to be on Facebook and probably Instagram too. Facebook, Cagney Larkin. Instagram, Cagney Likes This. Snapchat, Big Homie Cagney. Twitter's Cags Loves Movies, but I'm barely on there. Yes, sir. And, of course, for early access to content like this, bonus content go on over there to patreon.com slash martell's movie madness for as little as three bucks you get the early access six bucks you get the bonus content bada bing bada boom let's watch some fucking movies <laughs> Bill, I won't let you Leo, Warren. Warren do you recognize this Leo, what's that Warren you ever see one of these before what's it used for what's the matter cut got your tongue it's for jacking off isn't it Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.